Hello and welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, National Sales Manager for Bone Adhesives. And I am the very tired Rob Johnson from Bone Training. You are tired, man. You've been I don't know. You, yeah. I don't know if it's just not knowing I got to spend a couple hours with you. Maybe that's what it is. And the, and the yawning stuff starts. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's very odd. Well, hey, Rob- um, I got to tell you, and I had already told a little bit of the story last week about this week, um, about doing the school in Albany, you know? Mm-hmm. And when I came in, there was a student there wearing an on-the-floor T-shirt, mm-hmm. and he was just so happy, you know? And it's funny this, how this uh, the show, we I just can't thank all listeners enough, you know? And I see so many of them when I'm doing trainings now, where... You know, it's not people are just finding out we have a podcast. We get people that are coming to all the trainings and telling everybody else how to listen to us and this. But I've stopped asking a question. Okay. I used to ask the question when people, oh, I love the show. You and Wayne, you you know, Wayne and you. I know Wayne goes first. I I get that. If you don't mind. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Um, And I used to say to everybody, hey, thanks, man. Thanks for listening. What was your favorite episode? More than half of the people I ask that question, and this is why I've stopped asking the question, they say, oh, definitely the wives episode when Judy and Pauline did the show. I, I said, oh, so your favorite episode is the one without Wayne and I on the episode. Yeah. 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 So I have, I've yeah. stopped asking. Yeah. That don't, ask, don't ask that, that one again. Yeah. Yes, that's that's. But a, I but I know saying this, a lot of people are going to go, "Oh yeah, that was great." So, Eileen, maybe it's time that um, we have the girls on again, and Wayne and I can just go. Uh, Wayne can go fishing, and I'll hit the pool or something. There you go. But they they love the yeah <laughs> they love the <laughs> oh man it cracks me up. All right, Rob. Well, what are we talking about today, Wayne? Today, we're going to talk about uh, fatigue in the workplace. And um, I'm going to tell you a a story real quick that um, my brothers and I had been working weekends and nonstop, man, for a long time. We're on a run, like about seven or eight weeks of working weekends and just getting to the next job and wrapping that one up and get, we just, you know, in the heat of the, in the heat of the, the busy time for us and we were just swamped. And I and I know I told this story a long time ago, so I'm break, breaking the rule, but it's been like a couple of years, I think. So I just tell it quickly. Um, on Monday morning, we had to be in San Francisco on a job for, for an older lady. And um, speaking of older ladies, speaking of... <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I have do to it. say it. Do I, it. You got to do it. I, I have to say it. This has been bugging the hell out of me, Rob. Well, please get it off of your chest. I mean, I, I just don't. This understand. is where you're going to do it. This is. I I just don't understand. Commercial on TV. I'm watching TV with my wife. Commercial comes on, and it's about women pooping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, Rob. I just don't understand why that has to be a commercial on TV. I'm gonna. I'm gonna quote. In fact, it should be a drinking game. How many times they use the word pooping on the show, on the commercial, in the sixty-second commercial? Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna, I'm going to, in quotes, tell you the what was said. 
Okay. okay. Yeah. Pooping is powerful. Mm -hmm. My favorite time of the day is pooping. Mm. I'm pooping now. Mm -hmm. I love pooping. What the hell? What, 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 what's happened to us? The... Why do I so... need it? It's not because it's women. If it was men saying that, I'd say the same thing. What have we, what is left? So the, those quotes that you just read, those were said during this commercial. Correct. Because you're going crazy about this. I've never seen this commercial. And I thought when you said the pooping commercial, I thought it was the nice cutesy song about, you know, pooping should be easy. And they do a little like uh, fairy tale song. Even but that's when wrong. I, the one thing I got to ask is the one girl who said, I'm pooping now. Where was she? They're all on the toilet. Every one of the everyone is on the toilet while they're on a commercial. Look up Garden of Life Women's Probiotics. Garden of Life. I just don't understand, Rob. Garden of Life. Well, you don't have to look it up. It's not that big a deal, but No, I'm gonna see if maybe they want to be a sponsor of the show. Well, I don't know. It's probably too late now. We probably Garden of Life. Women, I didn't know that there was probiotics for girls and boys. I don't even oh. know what pro probiotics is. Pro, it helps you poop. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Anyhow, just bugged me. So I just got finished before we did this. I went, I, I was walking past the TV and that was on. So Garden of Life, women's probiotics. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Today, sponsored by. Garden of Life Women's Probiotics. There you go. Yeah. See? How's that? We gave them a free commercial. That was pretty smooth, huh? Now they're going to send you some stuff. <laughs> well, I'll just give it to the girls in our lives. That's all we yeah. need to do. Yeah. All right. So we're my brothers and I were dead tired, man. And we've been going for, for just weeks on end without a day off. And I told my brother John, I said, man, we just got to get to this job. You just got to get there before eight this morning. And once we get there, I don't care what we get done today. We just got to show up, whatever. And uh, she's going to give us a key and, and she's gone. But we have to be there this time. And we did. We got there. Was you going to yawn right there? No. Uh, you sound like you were going to yawn. No, I, I was breathing through my nose. Okay. I've been the 45th one so far. But um, so we get there. We get there before eight o'clock. And um, lady gives us a key. She leaves. Um, John put, sits down in her chair and puts a shawl around her, around him. And I sit down on the couch and we've slept for probably the next three and a half hours each. <laughs> for the first and only time in my life, we were just absolutely done. And, um, throw out the carpet, did some trout filling, replaced a few boards and it was a successful day. But work fa workplace fatigue is real. And uh, I've only just, you know, you, you, you get a little smarter as you get older, I guess, or at least you get wiser. I don't know if you get smarter. You know something, speaking of getting smarter when you get older, um, you know, older people send more misinformation on the, on the internet than anybody because hmm. they, they believe stuff. And as you get older, you're you you forget more and so you tell yourself something and you just keep repeating that over and over it may not even be true or not mm -hmm. um so what the hell did i even say that for 
was a uh, it was it's amazing <laughs> it's amazing how your mind there's just so many things going on yeah you know what i mean yeah uh, yeah you're like the the cinema with with 12 screens mm. except there's no walls yeah everybody's just what's going on over on that way yeah maybe, yeah yeah Behind yeah, door number I had, three. I had no idea where you were going on that one. Where's I going on this one? Oh, oh, um, as you get older. Um so getting old. Yes. One one thing I learned recently, I didn't realize how how bad it was all these years, a really bad habit of not drinking enough water and how that can lead to fatigue. Just that one simple thing, and I learned this from you. Um I've been drinking a lot more water lately, and it is I one hundred percent feel it. And um, so I, that's, a, that's something that I, in the last probably six or eight months, have picked up. And I make a real effort now to drink, drink more water. And it can... Well, my, you know, I got that from my son-in-law, Kyle. And Kyle, um, you know, I know I've talked about all the kids and everything, but Kyle, uh, you know, he played Division three football. So, you know, he was really, you know, he was into all this exercise and hydration and everything. And he's the guy who got me hooked on water. And Pauline, bless her soul, she's alive. Very happy that she lived through that morning the other day. But um, Pauline's been telling me to drink water forever, right? Drink more water, drink more water. Well, there's times when you just don't feel right. You're thinking, geez, I'm sick, I'm feeling down, blah, blah, blah. And it was always that you're kind of dehydrated or drinking coffee all day, not touching water. But Kyle got me hooked on water. And man, ever since the weird part of being hooked on water, you know, right away when you need water. Yeah, you, you, I remember you, you saying feel that. it, man. It's like, oh man, I got it. Oh, all of a sudden you feel a little lightheaded or whatever. It's almost like you're addicted to water, you know? Yep. Yep. It's nuts. Well, I mean, um, it, you you you're supposed to drink like half your body weight in in pounds in uh, in ounces of water each day. Like you weigh 180 pounds, you should drink 90 ounces of water each day, and um, it really robs you of your ability to concentrate and and it's it's, yeah. it's it's a safety issue and can lead to burnout. I had no idea, man, and and it really that's what I, life is just a bunch of habits. It really when mm-hmm. it comes 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 right down to it, it's it's habits. And um, that that habits that all add up to what what you what you are and how you do and how you go through the day, and that I if, if no one ever learns anything from us today and they probably won't, let's be honest about this. <laughs> Staying hydrated is absolutely super important, and um, uh, I, it's a habit of I, I can definitely like I take vitamins every day. But I never can tell you that I feel bitter because of vitamins. Like I, I'm sure I, I'm sure it's helped me, whatever. But I don't. I can tell you if I don't take them or I take them, I never feel any different. But with water, I can absolutely f- tell a difference. It's insane, isn't it? It's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. And you said to get into a habit of drinking water. One of the habits I'm in when I'm training is uh, in the morning I'll set up four bottles of water. So I know I got to drink four bottles of water at the training because I usually do two in the morning and then one or two at night and then four during trainings. So that's my habit to make sure that I'm getting plenty of water. What, 
<laughs> go ahead. Go. Go. Here we go. I'm trying to be serious and help. No, listen. I just it just occurred to me. When you get on a plane and you somebody sit next to you, do you ever in a conversation tell them, what do you what do you do? Well, I'm a trainer. Do you ever? That I don't tell people. I don't tell people I'm a personal trainer. Okay. First off, here's the deal. Okay. <laughs> here's the deal. When I get on a plane. If you see me on a plane, don't take it the wrong way. That I, I'm not paying attention to you. Because I don't pay attention. I get on a plane. I sit against the window. And I pull my hat down. I don't talk to anybody. I don't. I, nothing. Okay? So, I don't have to tell people what I'm doing. No talking on a plane. I don't need to make any friends. If I got on a plane with you, I would do the same thing. Lean against the window, pull my hat down, and just completely blow you off. I'll let you chat it up with everybody. I'm good. You wouldn't be blowing me off because I'd be sitting in a different (laughs) (laughs) So you're sitting in first class. Is that what you said? You're in first class? No, I'm just saying. Um, pretend, we were, pretend we were flying Southwest together. Okay. I'm not going to talk to you. Nothing personal. Yeah. Nothing personal. So disappointing. Um, I think you should work that in, man. I would say that every time when someone asks you, what, what do you do? I, I, I'd say, I'm a trainer. And just leave it like that. Okay. Uh, I'll be honest with you. All right. Uh, a lot of times when I say I work for a company called Bona, uh, do a lot with the NBA. <laughs> oh, that's true too. That's very true. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, if if I do have to talk to somebody, it's like, yeah, we do a lot of the NBA, NCAA, that kind of stuff. And you know, it, no. I really can't talk about it. You know, actually, I still have my my sport business cards with the NBA logo on it, and. You know, if I'm really trying to impress somebody, I'll lay one of those on them there, you know. No, you could do you could say two things right there. You could say, I work a lot with the NBA. I'm just gonna say I work a lot with the NBA and I'm a trainer. And just leave them leave them with that. Somebody's gonna teach these guys how to dunk. That's right. All right. Okay, for workplace fatigue, Rob. I I'm pretty sure people are pretty fatigued right now listening to the show. Yes. Well, I'm waiting on you uh, to bring me something. All right, Wayne. Number one, did we already talk about it? Sleep. No, we did not. We did not talk about sleep. No. So we're trying to workplace fatigue. What we're going to do is we're going to give you some examples on how to battle workplace workplace fatigue. The show's number one: sleep. Okay, we we've been on for ten minutes. And you asked me if we've already done sleep yet. <laughs> How do you not know that? We've only been on 10 minutes. Um, sleep. Um, you know what? We've been on 20 minutes. Okay. Uh, we'll edit the other 10 minutes out. Um, sleep. Um, you got any ways to get to sleep? No, I don't. You. you I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to say... You don't get to sleep very well. I don't. I don't sleep very well. 
I, I've said it, I've talked about it before. I don't. You don't get to sleep well. You might sleep when you're sleeping. You might be sleeping good, but I bet it takes you a little while to get to sleep. A lot of thinking, right? It does. And then when I get to sleep, I don't sleep well. Jeez, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to try this. Now, I've given you other suggestions that have worked, right? Don't mention I mean, pro, probiotics I, either. I straightened you out with the prune deal. You did. You did. Okay. Now you I'm going to tell you another way. You straightened me out with water. I straightened you out with water. And I you're straightened te- you out with prunes. And you're going to teach me how to swim. And now I'm going to teach you how to swim. And now I'm going to teach you how to get to sleep. Now, not a lot I can do for the Highlander brain about keeping you asleep. But I'm going to teach you how to fall asleep. Okay, and here's what I want you to do. When you're laying there, all I want you to do is concentrate on resting your face. Rest your face. Let all the muscles in your face relax. And think about that. And just keep thinking about that. And I guarantee anybody who has trouble falling asleep, if you do this, and really, I know it sounds stupid, and silly, but concentrate on resting all the muscles in your face and you will fall asleep. You will go to sleep. Guaranteed. All right. I'll I'll try try it tonight. Try it tonight. I will. And I invented that too. I didn't read that. I I invented that one. That's that's a Johnson. I've actually read that before. (laughs) No, sir. Yeah, I'm going to Google it right now. I promise you I've, I've, I've read that somewhere. Oh my, no way. I invented it. And I, I don't think I've ever told anybody that. Did you find it? Is that really something? Okay. Relaxing facial muscles. Happy face. Smile as wide as you can. Hold for a count of five and then relax. Slack jaw. Let your slaw, your, your jaw fully relax and your mouth hang open. This is going to be a hot look with, for my wife before I go to bed. Uh, <laughs> Brow furrow, wrinkle your forehead by arching your eyebrows as high as possible. Eye squeeze, nose crunch to help you sleep. No, I don't do any of that. My wife would concentrate on total relaxing your face. But I can't believe, I can't believe that's a thing. You know, that's the, that's, that's why I thought I invented that. There's nothing sexy about getting older, man. When you know you, you ever see that uh, dudes with a uh, with a full face? Um, you know, when you say, uh, uh, "Do you take this person for better or worse?" and you're holding hands and you're looking at each other and you're and she's crying and you're you're trying not to and and they let the doves go. If you could fast forward and you're sleeping with a, hooked up to a hose to one of those sleep apnea uh, uh, apnea things, whatever they are, the CPAP. And before you go to bed, you're you're what? You're doing a slack job with your fully relaxed mouth hanging open, your burrow, brow furrow, and you wrinkle your forehead and scrunch your nose. Nobody would get married. I can't believe you just said that because I just saw on Instagram last night a guy says, thank you, Maverick Top Gun. I finally look sexy in my CPAP. And he put the dark glasses uh... on his CPAP machine he had the Maverick hat on. He does the salute to his wife while mm. they're in bed. It was 
that was pretty funny. That's pretty good. That was a good one. All right. What so else? The resting, so the resting of the face. Yes. But they're saying to do like facial exercises. Yeah. I don't know. Th- then it said, let go. Let go. Let go. Hmm. Well, I just start with the whole let go thing. Just let it all hmm, down. Hmm. But I don't, you know, sometimes at night, Rain, I will toss and turn for two or three minutes before I can fall asleep. It's murder. So I don't have that problem. Uh, the other thing about sleep is they recommend maybe a 20-minute power nap. Like when? No, that's... <laughs> a couple weeks ago, I had vacuumed the pool, mowed the lawn, and I cleaned out the shed. So it was, it was like late, and I said to Pauline, I go, man, I'm beat. And uh, she goes, well... You know, why don't you go take a quick nap, take a little power nap? I was like, yeah, yeah that's a good idea. So as I was, you know, reading the stuff that you were talking about with today, they said that power nap is like 20 to 30 minutes. I took a four-hour power nap. I got <laughs> up in time to shower and go to bed. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's uh, maybe the maybe that's uh, as you get older. Stay away from those power naps. Maybe just go to bed a little earlier. But it was a four-hour power nap. Pauline was cracking up. So, like, that was a that was a hell of a nap. Yeah. yeah. You know, in our job, you know, fatigue, I don't think, is that really much of a, of a, a health thing while we're at work? I mean, the work is, you know, I think, you know, you're not going to fall asleep doing floors, God forbid. But, but the traveling back and forth is real, especially in the morning. And that's where it becomes a, a health concern. I will say this. Um, I used to drive a ton uh, when I was a territory manager. I mean, a ton. And um, I, I, um, and I, I'll still do this now if I have to do a lot of driving. Uh, even if I really need to get somewhere and I don't like stopping or whatever, getting out of the truck and just walking around for a few minutes, just a few minutes makes a world of difference. Um, and there's nothing worse than uh, driving when you're, when you're, when you're uh, falling asleep it's uh it's 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 awful and it's dangerous so uh that in that regard it is very much a, especially when you're young i was talking to uh somebody i actually i think it was today or yesterday uh when we were younger i mean you get in at four in the morning and you'd start you if you had to be at work at eight o'clock you just not go to bed you take a shower and go oh my god that you was, know yeah i mean you just you the only rule was you'd have to answer the bell I mean, you know, you could come in at four in the morning or whatever. That's fine. But you better be there at eight o'clock when it's time to be there. There was uh, a time, you know, when we were doing the bowling alleys and sports stuff. It was a anywhere between eight and ten guy crew. And usually uh, there was at least three or four Johnsons on the crew. Me and my cousin or brother and dad, uncle. And um, so you're out of town. You're out of town gang of guys it's literally like a biker gang almost and there was a lot of drinking and the rule was you know johnson's got a show no matter no matter what happens you gotta you gotta lead the way right and there was one night where i just really southington connecticut never forget and i was in the hotel room 
and uh, I I couldn't get up. I mean, I was really, really, I was in, probably still drunk or whatever, bad, bad. And uh, this guy, one of the older guys, he comes up, comes into the room, gives me a shake, and he's like, yep, looks like your dad is right. He didn't think you'd make it today. I was like, oh, really? That's what the old man said. He goes, yeah, that's what your dad said. He ain't going to make it. But I'll show that son of a. I made it. Out of spite, just to spite him. But I think that was his plan to make sure that. Yeah. Challenge you. Challenge me. Yeah. All right. What else you got? <laughs> uh, the Amish hour. This would be so hard for me. The Amish hour is unplug everything before you go to bed. No TV, no internet, no social media, nothing. I'm a night guy. Okay? I'm a creature of the night, baby. I'm second shift in our house. I am a night guy. I love watching movies at night and stuff like that. I love the night. So... That would be a real tough one for me. Well, I, I think um, if you're, uh, to me, when you're doing, if you're doing estimates and stuff like that, uh, I, I would put them away like an hour before I go to bed. Like an hour, but if I know I'm going to go to bed, say at ten thirty, at nine thirty, I'm I, I stop doing all that because I'll be thinking about them when I go to bed. So if I if I'm doing my takeoffs and estimates and what have you, if a phone calls return, if I'm doing my schedule for the next day. I try to wrap all that up at least an hour before I go to bed. I don't look at social media uh, for that same same reason. It just kind of re-energizes. It's kind of like you know something might get you get you going. So I don't look at emails. I don't do that. Uh, that my cutoff is an hour before I know I'm going to go to bed. And uh, what do you I, do? I'll just if, if I'm watching TV or whatever, if I'm reading or whatever, I'll just what no matter what I'm doing, even if Judy and I are talking. I cut off all communication with the with the phone and the emails and the scheduling uh, an hour before I go to bed or else my mind will keep turning. I'll keep thinking about it and that will keep me awake. So that's that, what that, they and they call that the Amish hour. Where you unplug everything, but you said you still watch a little TV. though. I might watch a little TV. Yeah, yeah, but I won't do I won't, I won't do anything work related that's going to cause me to think about to get my mind going about work. So I cut it. I cut it off about an hour before I go to bed. Unless I got an emergency thing happening, but that's basically the case. Okay. Here's another one. Be active. Walking, exercising, swimming, working. I definitely agree with that one. Now, I think there's a whole different sleep if I'm working at the working on the computer or calls and everything all day versus training swimming and 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 just being active work versus kind of what we're doing right now work there's two type of you know guys doing floors and and the responsibilities and one the the physical when you're doing the physical work sleep comes easier i think but for the guy doing the uh for the guy doing the uh the, the bidding and the estimating or the owner paying the bills and all that type of stuff 
um, you you know, it's just can be just as fatiguing. But I, I think you carry those headaches to, to, to bed with you a little bit more. You know what I mean? The worries and responsibilities of the guys getting out there in the crews and the scheduling is a different workload or mind load than 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 doing the actual work. Both very difficult, both hard, both stressful, but two different type of uh, of work altogether. And um, when I was installed in sand finish, I mean, I'd, I'd sleep like a baby. You know, you just you can't wait to get sleep. But um, the other part of the business is tends to keep you up at night more. Tends to, you know, it's like I said, it's just as hard, it's just difficult, it's just a different role. But holy smokes, I mean, that's we tell you, that's where all the headaches are. And um, that part of me owning the business was a little bit harder to to get to sleep and whatever. And I would carry that, and that is in some ways more fatiguing because you have you don't let it go. A lot of times, you know, it's it's constant there. The bills are always coming. You you got to write the checks. You got all the next jobs coming. You got the estimates to get it out. You got material you got to worry about. You got to get logistics of getting stuff to the job. And it keeps turning over in your head a lot. And that wears you down. And that's for anybody that doesn't think this that part of this job is work is is out of their minds because that is I used to say that the the less the most stress free part of my day is when I turn that big machine on. When I put the headphones on, I put that, you know, I get get behind that machine. Everything else goes away, and now I'm a floor man. We could do a whole show on physical fatigue versus mental fatigue. Well, this is probably the show. (laughs) This is like the the show. Like this is the show about that. Well, like you said, there's a huge difference. I mean, it was so much easier to fall asleep after working all day, physically working, than it was estimating thinking about where the next jobs are coming you know looking down the road all that stuff like you said all that stuff's going to keep you awake there's there's been many many studies and there's no doubt that stress can really wreak havoc on your life i mean you know it it just wears you down and um so no question that part of this job is very stressful there's no part of owning a floor business or any small business that's not pretty damn stressful so it's but that kind of carries a fatigue with it that if you keep turning these things over, you keep worrying about schedule, you got this callback, you got to worry about, you got those things, you know, uh, I used to be very jealous sometimes of my brother, John, who was my lead guy kicked ass and did a fantastic job. But as the owner of the business, I got all the, the responsibility and headaches and pay and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, days off for the guys and whatever, all the responsibility comes with it. And that, that wears on you way more than anything else. I mean, it's, it's a huge load of responsibility. And um, that uh, is a whole different side of the business that is much tougher than, than I, I think than being a craftsman on a job, in my opinion. I think some, I think there's some partnerships that can be quite fatiguing. This, this one, as a matter of fact, is a little, <laughs> fatiguing you see how yes. i just yeah you see you see mm-hmm. how giving i am you were you let you did you oh, threw I that just, up right over here, the plate here, here's one for you yeah you did i huh? I, I, I here here you go surprised you gave that to me i like that too that was very oh gentle. yeah here we go again rob's the bad guy look at it look at the beauties i just gave you that was a generous it was a gift yeah <laughs> 
I hesitated for a minute because I thought for sure you were going to go ahead, but when you left it off, I... No, I thought you'd... Wow. Well, yeah, and I know you're a consummate professional and you'd be diving all over that one. Good job. Yeah, yes, yes. Hey, you know what? We had talked about fatigue from being dehydrated. And I know we had talked about old people. I'm going to tell you a quick story. Pauline, you know, Pauline's mother is really getting up there. You know, she's 80, you know, 80, whatever. And Pauline can tell when her mother has not had something to drink. She'll even be talking to her on the phone and go, Ma, have you had any water today? Go go drink a couple glasses of water. Just by talking to her on the phone, she could tell that that the old girl was a little dehydrated. And Pauline would say, you got to lay these waters out, drink so many a day, you know. And boy, what a change. As soon as you start drinking water, boom, she comes right back. Wow, that's something else, like a sponge. <laughs> yeah, like a very old, old sponge. Yeah. Which means, let's bring it to, let's wrap it up here. Also, Wayne, even if you do all this stuff, what happens if you're still fatigued? You think of time? Maybe we go to the doctors. No. <laughs> no. No. no way don't be a quitter if you're feeling bad don't go to the doctors be a man keep it to yourself because you're a man i couldn't know i could i didn't know what was going on with me for a while there and it was an allergy medicine i started to take and i just was completely knocked out it was crazy got off of that stuff now look at me up as a pup baby ready to go still itching those gabies all over yourself but at least you're not tired all the time that <laughs> rather I'd rather scratch exactly right, exactly so maybe it could be physical could be something going on with you maybe it's time to go to the doctor if you can't figure out how to take care of your fatigue what it what it kind of bottom the bottom line on I think a lot of this is is uh, even this in the episode we talked about before is uh, living up to your potential is what it comes down to a lot of times is just habits. It's easy to fall into habits. Um, what I realized when I gained a lot of weight, um, when I thought about it, it, was just I got in the habit of of um, you know going out to eat too much and whatever and eating too much and eating at, like every my I know my my between. 7.30 at night and 8.30 at night this is my tough time because that's when I get hungry and I want a snack. And so I recognize that. And so I just, I know I'm still, I'm still going to feel that way. So I just change the snack that I have. So it just amounts that, uh, believe me, I am no, I'm no role model. I'm just telling you what worked for me. Stop it. You're an Adonis. Yeah, well, true. What's that, what's that go-to snack? Um, Cookies? <laughs> Mr. Healthy. Yeah. Uh, what, what Beautiful. Was, what was my go what's my go to? Well, snack? I go to well, Rob, I change my uh my snack at night. I go to a much yeah. healthier chocolate chip cookie. No. Um <laughs> popcorn. And I'm telling myself it's healthy. So I don't, lots of butter, lots of yeah. salt, nothing better than that. It's butter, all it's butter's... all natural. Judy told me butter's not bad for you. Margarine. Yeah. Everybody tells you me margarine's bad. Butter's yeah. better than margarine. 
Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah, I, so just I layer just... it on there. Yeah. And also I blame part of my problem on Judy. Judy's a great cook and I, she always cooks way too much when she, we have people over and there's always leftovers. And it's like, I'm my responsibility to eat them. And, um, I just like, yeah, I can't do that anymore. All right. Well, we had what well, we had in my, cause I was, a, I'm notorious for, and then the kids would get up and go, wasn't there, wasn't there a piece of chicken in here last night? And I, I'd say, oh man, the, we got a knife feeder. And actually, when the kids were really young, they thought that somebody was sneaking in and uh, eating stuff. And we everybody knew it was the knife feeder. Nice. The knife feeder. Mm. Yeah, that's a bad, that's a tough habit to break. Yeah. No but question. I have broke it. I have broke it. Oh, good. I was wondering what your go-to snack was, though. I was, gonna, I was hoping it would be something better than that. No, it's popcorn. I know. Not, I, not cookies. You know what? Uh, no, not cookies. It used to be stuff like that, but now I, it's popcorn. And now I, I go speak. You said Amish hour. I go to this Amish store and get Amish popcorn. They're really smaller popcorn kernels, and I've turned it into a science on making popcorn. And uh, I realize you got to keep turning it over in the in the in the um, in the heat. Got to keep stirring it up. And then um, yeah, I'm. That's my thing now. Okay. So, I asked Judy to make us a popcorn. I asked her to buy a popcorn machine. She she going back with some little, little crappy little popcorn machine. I said I, I, that's not what I want. I want like a big popcorn machine. So she said there really isn't anything. So I've got my eye on a commercial one now, like like, a, the, like the ones at the movie theater. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, Rebecca and Kyle, they have them. They have one. We do outdoor movies. They bring yeah, that over. It's what awesome. I want. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I'll send you pictures of it. It's amazing. Yeah, Kids good. love it. Tell Judy that's what we want to get. You know, they, they you get microwave. You're not a fan of microwave popcorn? No, nah, I don't do that. Well, that is one good thing. If you got nothing else out of this episode. There you go. Never mind the pooping and the crap. This, this is the hydration episode. This is the hydration episode. You want to make sure you drink. And I'm dead serious about this. I am it, too. Yeah, it's uh, 100%. Um, has made a big difference for me. Um, I, I'm a firm believer in it, and I missed it for a year. Here's the thing, too. I would say I went generations, generations, not drinking enough water. Think about that. I, hopefully someone in their younger... Think of all the old coaches that we had when we were kids. Water was a penalty. Well, now that's it's very true. Now it's completely different. Yes. Now they're making you drink water. Back then, your water, you need water? That oh. makes you, you're weak. Well, let me tell Only you something. Only weaklings want water. You know how true that is. In um, in Kentucky, playing football, um, a kid died uh, that year from not drinking enough water and uh, for heat stroke or whatever. And then they had, a, it was a law, they had to have water running all the time. My coach hated that law. Like, I would go over there, I, I like, all the time it's like i can't believe how nice it is. this law is perfect this this is beautiful because he was thing ever yeah and and um because that was the reason why because they thought you don't need water get over there what you gotta tough it out tough it and, out yeah and and um so it's very highly important okay let's try to get out of this alive this is the hydration episode yes this has been another episode of on the floor with wayne and rob please stay tuned for another episode oh, yeah.